Happy Nurses Week to all the nurses and future nurses listening. To celebrate, I'm having a 20% off sale on Study Sesh. This is my private podcast that features over 140 episodes to help you study on the go. Formats include pod quizzes, power hour deep dives, drills, and case studies. If you're tired of sitting at your desk or staring at a screen, but still want to review for nursing school, it's time to check out Study Sesh. Go to straightanursingstudent.com and click on Courses in that top menu bar. That's straightanursingstudent.com and click on Courses in the menu bar. See you there. Well, hello again, and welcome back to the Straight A Nursing Podcast. I'm Nurse Mo, and I'm here today with you to bust some nursing school myths. So if you've been hearing a lot of horror stories, hang on to your seats. We're going to get into that in just a minute. I want to take a quick moment for a listener shout out to Deborah, who says, honestly, Crucial Concepts Bootcamp made all the difference in my first semester. Dosage calc was an utter breeze after doing this. 100% recommend. Thank you, Deborah, for taking the time to submit your review and feedback on how much Crucial Concepts Bootcamp helped you. I'm so glad. So if you're wondering what Deborah's talking about, then where you been the last week? I've been talking a lot about bootcamp, but maybe you popped into this episode and it's your first time being here. Crucial Concepts Bootcamp is my nursing school prep course that teaches how to be successful. And the reason I'm talking about it so much this week is that it's on sale. So if you're listening to this episode in real time, the sale ends tonight. So scroll down to the episode notes, make sure you click that link and head on over to the information page where you can learn everything you need to know about bootcamp. Okay, so today's topic is nursing school mythbusters. So if you're thinking about nursing school or you're about to start, chances are you've heard a lot of weird, ugly, or just downright wrong rumors floating around. So let's see what we can dispel on this bonus episode. So myth number one is that the instructors in nursing school are really, really mean. So I will say that nursing school instructors, they're not mean, okay? But they're definitely, in a lot of cases, going to be very no-nonsense, very serious and incredibly scrutinizing. This does not mean that they are mean people. They're actually trying their very best to turn you from a regular human being into a competent nurse. That is a huge transformation and a huge responsibility that they take very, very seriously. So it is not a definite expectation that I want you to have that you're going to go into nursing school and your instructors are going to be really terrifying and really mean, okay? How about this? How about you wait and see? And if you do have an instructor who's very serious, very no-nonsense. I want you to think critically about that and say to yourself, are they mean or are they? do they just mean business? Chances are they just mean business, okay? So that would be myth number one. I had an instructor my first semester 
who everybody thought was really mean. She wasn't mean. She was a little scary. Not going to lie. A little bit scary. But that's just because her demeanor. She was ex-military and she was no-nonsense, 100%. She took her job to have safe nurses in her clinical group extremely seriously. So when we would show up for clinical, you better believe all of our clinical paperwork was ready. Everything we needed to do ahead of time was done. Or guess what? She would send us home. She wasn't being mean. She was being no-nonsense and very safe. And I ended up actually loving this woman dearly. So let go of the thought that they're all going to be mean and all out to get you. They just want you to be safe and competent. Okay, myth number two, and I hear this one so much. Myth number two is that nursing school tries really hard to weed you out early on. So what does that mean, to weed someone out? A lot of students feel like in the first few weeks of school, they will make things really difficult so that the students who aren't up to muster will fail out of the program, weeding out the weaker students. I can tell you 100% they're not trying to do this. Nursing school is just difficult, and it can be a shock to the system for students who aren't ready. So if there is any like weeding out happening, it's happening in that application process, right? They're trying to attract and bring in the students most likely to succeed. That's why schools will have entrance exam requirements or GPA requirements, or both, those kinds of things. They're trying to get the most likely to succeed students in the program. And then once you're in, they don't want you to fail. They want you to succeed. They want you to get through their program, graduate, and pass the NCLEX. So the reason it feels like they're trying to weed you out is just, it's just the nature of the beast. Nursing school is tough. The material can be tough. It can be challenging. People's lives are in your hands, right? I talk about this all the time. If you think nursing school should be easy, then I don't think you understand what nurses do, okay? Nursing school is tough for a reason, and that's because people's lives will depend on you being the absolute best nurse that you can be. You have to be operating at a very high level all throughout nursing school and throughout your career. And the standards to pass the NCLEX are also high, so they need to prepare you for that. So it's going to feel really rigorous, especially in the beginning when you're maybe not used to that level of rigor. What's happening for a lot of students is they're coming from a world where a 90% is an A and a 60% is passing. I mean, it's passing with a D, but it's still passing. And you're entering a world where 90% is a B and a 74% could very well be failing. And this is just the way nursing school is. The bar is set very high. And again, it's because lives will be at stake. Once you get over this culture shock and you get kind of used to the way the grading scale is and used to using the rubrics to your advantage, like I talked about in episode 230, then you're going to start to feel like a 92% for a B is completely normal. I mean, it's not great. We don't love it, but it's just the way it is. So you'll get through that culture shock. And yes, some students will be weeded out, I guess, if that's the word you want to use. What I prefer to say is some students will not be able to get over this hurdle. There's a lot at stake and 
it can be very intense. And again, there's a bit of a culture shock happening. If you listen to my episode yesterday, 231, where I share with you like an inside look at my first two weeks of school, you might start to see how, yeah, okay, that's really busy and there's a lot going on. This is another reason why I made Crucial Concepts Bootcamp to help students start their first day absolutely ahead of the game and knowing what to expect, okay? So myth number two, they try to weed you out. Let's put that one to rest, okay? Myth number three is that the tests are almost impossible to pass, and you'll be lucky if you get a B or an A on any of these tests. So I am not going to lie to you and tell you that nursing school exams are easy. They are not. They're challenging, and one of the reasons they're challenging is because they're different from other exams that you've taken. Are they impossible? Absolutely not impossible at all. Once you understand how and what to study, and you learn how to decipher NCLEX-style exam questions, and this is important, so if you're multitasking, zero back in on me, and If you get your test anxiety under control, you're going to do fine on your nursing school exams. Now, if you're worried about test anxiety, I want you to go and listen to episode 67. I do want to say a little bit of a caveat. Some test anxiety is helpful. Some anxiety ramps up your perception. It ramps up your readiness. It ramps you up into a, I got this kind of attitude, right? Before a playoff game, right? Football players or whatever. I don't really watch a lot of sports, so I hope I'm not messing this up. But they have anxiety, right? But they're using that anxiety to their benefit. They're amping themselves up. So a little bit of anxiety is actually a good thing. You don't want to go into your exams completely you know, laissez-faire about everything, a little bit of anxiety is fine. It's when the anxiety is crippling and causes you not be able to process and think that it can hurt you. So go listen to episode 67 if you're worried about test anxiety or if you've ever had test anxiety. I hope that I can kind of bring you back to earth after you listen to that episode. So the reason that students, or one of the reasons that students have a lot of anxiety about nursing school exams or maybe don't perform as well in them initially is because they're not used to them. And your prior exam questions asked you for the what in a lot of cases, maybe the what and the how. Nursing school exams are going to be asking you to think through the why, the when, the what, the how, the where, like all these multifactorial components. They're going to put you into a patient situation, a clinical scenario, and essentially ask you to make a solid clinical decision. So this is application knowledge. You're going to have to draw upon a lot of information, all the things that you know about, for example, a specific drug and a specific disease condition in order to answer that question. It's not going to be what class of drug is ferrosamide, okay, because that's a what style question. That might have been the type of question you'd have in microbiology, right? A what style question. It's going to be more a scenario where you've got a patient who's taking ferrosamide and you have to determine the best clinical intervention or the best assessment or the best course of action 
based on what you know, what you can apply what you know. So that is why they're a little bit different. The sooner you can get used to doing that, the better. And to get you over that hump, I always encourage students to do NCLEX practice questions early and often. Now, I know that NCLEX is changing to this next generation NCLEX. You can still learn a lot from looking at just traditional NCLEX style questions. They're going to make you think through patient scenarios and get you used to thinking like a nurse. So I hope you feel like maybe the exams are going to be challenging and you certainly want to prepare for them, but impossible, not a chance. Crucial Concepts Bootcamp is the nursing school prep course that teaches you how to be successful. In this program, you will learn foundation concepts and skills so you can start nursing school ahead and stay ahead. Nursing school is really busy, and there's no time for remediation, reviewing anatomy and physiology, setting up new systems, or learning how to study. With Bootcamp, you'll be ready. Use the link in the episode notes to learn more about Bootcamp. See you there. Okay, myth number four is that you can kiss your relationships goodbye. You're never going to see your family and friends again. And I did have a student tell me that her school orientation told her, kiss your relationships goodbye. That is toxic and that is not true. So if you listened to my episode where I walked you through my first two weeks of nursing school, so that was episode 231, then you saw that I was able to see people. I was able to do things. I had to plan for it very, very carefully but it still happened. Did I spend as much time with my husband and my friends that I wish I could have? Oh, no, 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 no. Did I kiss those relationships goodbye? Absolutely not. Everything you do in nursing school is really going to come down to your time management, getting as much done as you can in the allotted time that you have for any particular task or assignment. So this means prioritizing your time, getting rid of distractions, focusing, using your time well, all of that. So if you go back and you listen to my episode on my favorite productivity tool, which is episode 227, that is a great place to start. And then I also have an episode on time blocking and using a planning system to your advantage. And that is episode 52. So go and check those out if you want a little bit more guidance on how to manage your time so that you can still do some of those things that fill up your cup. And a lot of times that's spending time with your family and your friends. One of the key things I encourage students to do, step one, when you're looking at your schedule and you're going to start planning out your time, is to define what your non-negotiables are. So for me, my non-negotiables in nursing school, I talk about this a lot, is I was going to be in bed by 11 p.m. Non-negotiable, not staying up to 2 a.m., finishing a care plan, studying for an exam, writing a paper. No, that was not happening. That was a non-negotiable for me, and I never had to negotiate it. I always met that goal. I also wanted to be able to do some exercise. I don't think I actually consider that a non-negotiable. I should have, but I made it a priority in a lot of cases. First semester, at least, I was able to still exercise. It did fall away second, third, and fourth semester, unfortunately, which is why looking back, I wish I had made those non-negotiables as well. 
So define what those are for you. Those go in your planner or your calendar online first, and then everything else works around that. Okay, so let's put that myth that you'll never see your friends and family again aside. Okay, great. Now let's move on to myth number five. Myth number five is you're going to be lucky to just pass your classes. So this kind of dovetails in with the exams being impossible to pass that people often think. It kind of translates over to you're going to be lucky if you just pass nursing school. Just focus on passing. Yes, that grading scale with nursing school makes a perfect GPA very difficult to maintain, and that should not be your goal, by the way. And if you're wondering what I'm talking about, I want you to go back and listen to episode 230, 230, where I tell you that grades aren't everything. Okay, so go and check that out after you finish this one. But telling students it's going to be impossible to pass or you're lucky to just pass really puts a lot of fear and uncertainty into this whole nursing school experience. So in that episode 230, I talk about aiming for the bullseye versus just aiming to hit the target. And there's a big difference there, right? If you're aiming for the bullseye and you miss, you probably still hit the target. But if you're aiming for the outer edges of the target and you miss, you might miss it completely, right? Which would be failing. So definitely go and listen to that episode. Now, I know a lot of students have a goal of having a high GPA, and that's perfect. You want to graduate at the top of your class. You want to go to graduate school that's really competitive, and you need a good GPA, or it's just your own personal yardstick that you use to measure your success. I'm not going to tell you what your yardsticks should be. I do think we should celebrate non-grade victories, but if celebrating your grades is important to you, then by all means, celebrate that. Now, if students are telling you you're not going to keep your 4.0, you're not going to keep your 3.5, just be grateful that you pass, they're spreading their own perceptions and applying them to you. Someone else's story does not have to be your story. And if your goal is to have a 3.5 GPA, you can absolutely do that. Now, again, grades are not everything. I do want you to go listen to episode 230. As long as you're working hard, as long as you're putting in the effort of that straight A student, you're learning the material, you're feeling confident, you're being the best student and the best nurse that you can be. And that is what is ultimately really, really important. But to the student who tells you you're not going to be able to maintain your GPA, you can tell them, you know what, I'm going to wait and see how I do. That might be your experience. It doesn't mean it has to be mine. And then the other myth that I hear students talking about all the time is that studying for OB or studying for peds or studying for mental health is different than studying for other classes. So people, especially OB, they get really nervous about OB. People often ask, how do I study for OB? I hear it's a really, really hard class. And a lot of students will then fear that class before they even get to it because they're hearing from other people, right? Well, I feel like this is just a rumor that gets perpetuated. People get really psyched up about their OB class and think that they have to study for that in a different way than they studied for their adult med surge class. So guess what? OB is a med surge class. Did I just blow your mind? It's a specialty. 
of a med surge class, okay? So you're still studying the normals and learning how to recognize the abnormals, just like you did in med surge. You're still identifying problems and fixing them, just like you did in med surge. So if you come across a class and your brain automatically goes, oh my gosh, that's going to be so hard. I have no idea how to study for that class. Maybe it's mental health. Maybe it's pharmacology. Maybe it's peds. Maybe it's research or leadership or whatever. Don't psych yourself out of a class before you even take it. If you have gotten this far, you already know how to study. You already know how to learn. You already know how to study, review, and apply material. This applies to all your classes. You might study a slightly different way, but you're still going to be figuring it out, assimilating the information, and learning. You can do it. Okay, so don't psych yourself up about, I don't know how to study. Sometimes students don't realize that different learning styles apply themselves a little better to certain types of subjects, certain types of material. So I talk about this a lot in my workshop, Five Ways Nursing Students Struggle and What to Do Instead. And if you are listening to this episode early in the day, you can still get into that workshop that's happening later this morning. But one of the things that I talk about in that workshop is In nursing school, you have to be able to embrace all learning styles. Even if you are a visual learner and you that is your jam and that is how you rock out with your studying, you're going to have to use other modalities in nursing school because some things are going to be better learned by listening. Some things are going to be better learned by doing. Some things are going to be better learned by writing. So I talk through how to maximize each of these learning styles in that free workshop. I would encourage any student who's worried about, I don't know how to study for this class, go and do a learning styles assessment and figure out where you kind of fall in that auditory, kinesthetic, reading, writing, etc. kind of framework. And think about ways that you can maximize that learning style for this content. But also think about ways that the content you're learning might lend itself to other learning styles that you might just want to spend a little bit of time developing. For example, your skills lab very, very hands-on, right? Let's say you are a super duper auditory learner, okay? And in Skills Lab, you're struggling because it's all this hands-on stuff. Well, you can definitely practice with the hands-on stuff, but how about you supplement it? Why don't you record yourself reading through the step-by-steps of, let's say, taking a blood pressure or inserting an NG tube and listen to the step-by-step as your hands go through the motions. That would be one way to maximize your learning style even when a different learning modality is required because of the type of material that you're learning. So I hope that makes sense, and I hope that helps you dispel some myths about nursing school so that you're not just heading into it already stressed out, freaked out, scared, convinced you're going to be lucky to just pass. I know you can thrive. I've seen thousands of students go into their first semester feeling super confident, especially those students who go through my Crucial Concepts Bootcamp and come out the other side just 
not having all of these myths cloud and make their nursing school experience really negative. So if you are interested in boot camp and you're listening to this when it comes out on Monday, July 18th, the sale ends tonight at 9 p.m. Pacific. So go down to the episode notes, click that link, get all the information about boot camp, shoot me an email. I'm happy to answer your questions. So I will see you on Thursday. We'll be back to our regular schedule of weekly episodes. I hope you've loved these bonus episodes and that you have found them to be helpful. I really enjoyed making them for you. On Thursday, we'll be tackling a common drug that you are definitely going to be seeing on your nursing school exam. So make sure you're following the show so that the episode shows up for you like magic on Thursday morning. See you then. Bye for now. This podcast is brought to you by Straight A Nursing.